0: Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase Podcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. Alright, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're excited. We're super pumped. This mm. is great. If you're just listening to the audio version of this or maybe even just watching this on YouTube, uh, good news, we're streaming an hour earlier. You're welcome. It's more for us. Good welcome for us because now right. we can go to bed earlier, which is good because well, we're old.
1: We're giving people, people are getting a fresher version of us. Mm-hmm. An hour earlier, you're getting a little bit more energy packed in there.
0: And I like to think that people just you know maybe it was you know people on Eastern Time Zone you know gosh man it starts at eight it's done around nine nine thirty I mean that's a lot you know now it's
1: a little earlier you know come on Eastern in. Time would have been starting around nine yeah not around ten thirty
0: yeah 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 that's right I know math I got you now time and things- space oh are God. a mystery now to it me
1: starts around eight and it's around it's done at nine thirty now it's a good thing people now are saying that. Thing with elation
0: that's, that's what they're saying that's what yeah. they're really saying people it's are sad. saying other things what
1: are they saying and I
0: want to say this I want to get this done off the top of the show right okay. listen we Good got luck. a lot of feedback on last mm. week's episode mm-hmm. about the rings of power mm-hmm. and the hurt boys and I want to say this I want to say this to to all of you maybe I maybe I should do this you know we'll do this like this that's not what, what I wanted to do all right. you going hold on hold, can... you, Justin vamp vamp for me
1: oh yep absolutely uh Talk about the Butthurt Boys right now. Oh, it's so sore.
0: All up in that. All right. Good job. All I'm right. We'll get to the butt in a second. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Justin. Okay. All right. Pardon. Here. Here we go. Listen. We heard you. Okay. You were thoughtful. You left comments on our YouTube channel. You left comments on our TikTok. I think our Instagram is still, since it got that flagged of hate speech, doesn't get the same amount of views anymore. So I think something's going on with that. So nothing there, but primarily in the YouTube comments, I want to say, we heard you, all right? And I want to say that I appreciate the engagement. I appreciate the views. I appreciate the watch time. And we heard you loud and clear. And Justin and I will make this commitment to you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We will keep watching the show the rings of power and we will keep enjoying it. Thank you for your time.
1: Just solemn promise.
0: Yes. Yeah. We got some we got some fun engagement from folks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Last week's episode. I thought you where were you prepping? Was there I thought there was going to be some sort of a drop or something.
0: No. No, right, I cool. I realized I went to a single shot of me. Oh, got it. Like addressing them like the president, you know, and I I switched over. I'm like, fuck, I didn't set that up because I don't normally do that. And I was like, hold on. It was just a blank screen. Cool. Anyway, I was like, let me just add that in real quick. I'm like, cool. We're good to go now.
1: Got it. Okay. fair (laughs) enough. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, it was, it was interesting uh, that the YouTube algorithm chose, ironically, seemingly chose to serve it to the people who we may or may not have been speaking about. So.
0: Yeah, there was you know? uh, there were some feisty people. Um, there, were. there were some there was,
1: people who had their own opinions.
0: There were some spicy comments. And uh, to that, I'll say, listen, actually, I want to make a special shout out. Um, I had an, an actually a very good civil dialogue with someone on TikTok uh, when we posted it to TikTok and that I want to I want to call out that person's handle because they were really cool. Their name was Blutzwave. B-L-U-T-Z-W-A-V, Blutzwave. They they and I went back and forth on, like, our thoughts on how this stuff works and and just just back and forth. It's incredibly civil, and at the end of it, they gave some really great constructive feedback on the show, and I literally said, I go, now that's the constructive criticism I'm looking for. I can All get right. behind that perspective and they go, you know what? This has been a very civil discourse. Thank you. Have a good day. I go, you too. It was really great. That's fantastic. And I appreciated it. That. It was very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Cause in general, we didn't get that from people. So uh, it was Definitely
1: very, not the YouTube comments. no, nope.
0: no, they were pretty spicy. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Hey, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and and I think the one thing I just want to say on that one more time is like, Hey, we're not forcing people to like this show. Okay. You either like it or you don't, uh, just don't have shitty arguments as to why you don't like the show. Like, uh, there's a black person. Okay. That's just, that's not a good reason. All right. And we could debate the lore of it all day long, which is what this guy did on, on TikTok. They were like, Hey, my issues are that, uh, Galadriel, that's not how she is in the lore. And they brought up a lot of details or like, you know, She's supposedly very, like, calm, collected. She has been all the time. She wasn't necessarily portrayed as a warrior. By the way, I've never read this. I don't know if it's true. But, they're like, she was never necessarily portrayed as a warrior. She was always very even-keeled and level-headed. And they're like, if she were to get a ring of power now, she would just nuke everybody. And that's sure. not how she is. And, and, yeah. and part of me is like, true. I go, but maybe we'll see that change throughout the show. Right now, pretty angry about a lot of things. And I'd say, understandably so. Sure. So it'd absolutely. be interesting to see if there is a you know uh, an arc there where yeah. they do become she becomes you know a lot more chill and and whatever. So uh, that that kind of criticism, I'll never get mad at that sort of stuff. If someone wants to say it's bad writing, I'm like, prove it. Um, you know, you just can't say it's bad I, writing. And
1: there, there are some things that are. I would say a lot of the time, bad writing is. Some of the time, bad writing is subjective. Like mm-hmm. what what you may think is bad writing, I may go actually, I I enjoyed that. You know. Uh, I think we can all agree there are certain things that are just unequivocally bad writing. Mm-hmm. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, there's no real argument. Everyone's kind of in universal agreement. <clears throat> this one, I would say, is a little bit more subjective. Like, I don't know. I kind of like the poa the the poetic language. You know, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't have that much you know stake in this because it's not it's not necessarily my my world. I live in the Lord of the Rings is not a is not a universe that I am overly familiar with. As one person called out. You know, if you're going to comment on it, you may want to watch more than 17 minutes of the show. To that, I say, you've obviously never seen our show before because we're under-researched and we're proud of it.
0: Also, uh, that person missed the fact that I had watched the whole show. Yes. So,
1: And look, I have since watched all of the first episode, so I'm fully ready to debate the first episode. There you go. And I've so, watched eight minutes of the second. So I'm fully ready to debate that. You're chugging episode.
0: your way along. All right. Yeah, and- I'm ready to
1: comment on all of episode three. There
0: you go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I would say that was a very successful episode. And it was great. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And uh, still open to civil discourse on it, on thoughts. And again, you don't have to love it. We're not requiring you to love it. And yeah. if you have issues with it, I hope it's good because I don't know the source material. You know, you want to talk Sandman, I'll talk source material all day. You want to talk the boys? Jill just finished season three of the boys. And, I, and we were just having all sorts of talks. Last night, or I was like, well, you know, in the comic, <laughs> you know, I was doing that thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can talk days around that, but I don't know the source That's material for all the time. That thing I do. I don't yeah. I don't know the source material for the Rings of Power or Lord of the Rings or any of that sort of stuff. So for me, I'm basing all my knowledge off of the movies that I've seen many times. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty very familiar with those, but I don't know the source. material, So I don't have any frame of reference. And, so
1: in generalized uh, reading that you've done about the source material. Yes, exactly. Not
0: deep dives into the actual like. Yeah. yeah. I've Jeff. gone to a wiki to learn about Durin's folk, you know, <laughs> like I yeah. know, you know, like <laughs> Durin's Bane, you know, all that sort of shit. I know a little bit here and there, but I don't know the ins and outs of it. So yeah. anyway, that you're was open fun
1: for a civil discourse. You're also open for a civil discord.
0: Indeed. Civil if people discord. want to join us on discord. They do. As long as you're not a uh, crypto spam bot, uh, please don't be a crypto spam bot, but you can check us out on our discord. Link is in the description down below. You can find all of our details. You can find our socials, everything at MindGap Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, uh, please hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. We're up to 215 subscribers, so we're doing something right. Didn't get any subscribers after that last episode, but that's probably for the best. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's a great way to support us. You can also check us out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash MindGapPodcast. You can be one of the cool patrons like Tom McIntyre, Richie Armour, Zinni, Slotty Bartfast, Almighty Crit—you could be one of those cool people. You could also check out our merch at Redbubble.com. Just type in "Mind Gap Podcast," when you're there, pick yourself up something nice. And uh, we also live stream the podcast episode now on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, and I also host a video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Uh, lately, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft, which has been fun. Has led to some very silly moments. I've got, I've got a really fun short that will be coming out sometime this week i haven't decided when uh it's probably one of the dumbest moments i've ever put together but uh it's also one of my favorites so it's one of those things where i'm like oh right normal people may see this at some point and be like jesus man what's wrong with you (laughs) but they say that about anything you know, yeah. whenever I brought it, like, for some reason, when we, we bring up Pokemon on the show, someone's always like, Jesus Christ, two grown men talking about Pokemon on YouTube. I'm like, we don't even know Pokemon. Like, no. so people are just I'm like, I'm like, to how
1: else do you want to talk about this, man? Like, to say we're talking about Pokemon, I yeah. feel like is a
0: stretch. Like, ah, like, oh, no grown men discussing Pokemon. I'm like, I'm making fun of Snom. Like, that's all I'm doing. I'm snom. Yeah, it's the best. It's a punching
1: bag of mind gap.
0: The, the the fuck pillow of mind gap so you know
1: what that's more
0: accurate that's right that's right ladies and gentlemen that's right. uh so i think this saturday we actually might be doing a what the dub so which mm-hmm. would be good been a while since we've done that and then uh yeah uh, we'll always i think minecraft's always a fun place to go back into and and do but i'm also like you know what we haven't done that in a while i'd love to do some jackbox again i know the new jackbox game's coming out next month Oh boy! So you can bet your ass that's going to be coming up, and I want to do another Left 4 Dead 2 stream for October, for like an October Halloween stream. So I got some, we got some good stuff coming down the pipeline. So that's Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Come join me and the other Mind Gap All Stars uh, as we have some fun. Some of those games like What the Dub and Jackbox, you can play along with us. So come hang out. It'll be good. And time. I can
1: say, as someone who has not attended many video game streams, the What the Dub is probably. Uh, that's one that keeps me coming back every time I can. So if you can join for that one, go check that one out. Cause we've got some heavy hitters
0: in this, in this crew. Yeah. Got some heavy hitters that uh, we, we have some good times. I am the least consistent in that game. Like I cannot, I cannot keep the funny going for an entire game. Yeah. I'll have a good round or two and then I fall off the board. So it's always, it's, it's just the trials and tribulations of a champion. Um, that's what it is? That's, it that's is. just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Things will never be. Oh, by the way, uh, Natalie, my daughter wanted me to make sure to show you all this cool friendship bracelet that she I made was for me.
1: Ask about that.
0: Yeah, that looks She's like she goes. Wonderful. Make sure you show all your friends tonight. So there Great. you go. Mission accomplished.
1: You got some rainbow on there. You got yeah. some bulls colors.
0: A L- little bit of everything on there. So I love yeah. it. Woo-do-woo! You know what I love, What's Justin? There, it has been a whole year. It's been one, uno años, nope, I don't know, whatever, one year, since you and I joined this app, which is going to get, boy, I wish we were big enough to be like, this is not, we're going to get free promotion, but they are going to get free promotion. They Um, are. uh, We joined the Center app, and we've been been at it, man. We've been at it for a whole year, just lifting those weights, you know? Yeah? Lifting those weights? Just getting swole, you know? Did you...
1: Last time we worked out, did you record me? Because I feel like that's another Justin sound drop right there.
0: I mean, that was just my neighbor. Okay. Yeah. On date Uh, night? Are they
1: they still... They're good. They're in your basement. I assume. Yeah. The basement. But I
0: mean, I've, you know, soundproofed it, but that was before I soundproofed it. So sure. That's yeah.
1: why you soundproofed it. Exactly. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Get back uh, down whatever. there. Whatever. That's where, it, that's where the intern's been uh, yeah. for the
0: last three years.
1: Shit. Yeah. The
0: oh, cat's out no. of the bag. Damn it. It was me.
1: I have him trapped. No, it has been one year of uh, yeah lifting and doing burpees.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, it's time for uh, you know. I I feel like that should be the official sound for the fitness update.
1: Oh, absolutely! (laughs) The scream. (laughs) All right, it's time for another Justin and Doug fitness update.
0: I like it because it seems like the right length, you know. It's long enough to
1: take a sip of water.
0: Yeah, it's like, cool. That's like seven seconds. Nice. Yeah, yeah, so uh, a year ago, well, a little over a year ago, last March, March 2021, March 2nd, to be precise, I decided to go on a fitness journey. Um, I joined Noom, and I decided I needed to stop being a gross human being, and I started uh, getting a better relationship with food, started moving around a lot, and I lost significant amount of weight pretty quickly and then in may of 2021 i joined a gym but i wasn't doing anything really structured i was kind of just like going in there and doing the classic of doug's greatest hits of of lifting and i didn't really have i didn't really know what i was doing
1: all the stuff you learned back in in wrestling
0: yeah you know i I like doing this and i like doing that and you know i had a personal trainer for like a couple of weeks and everything and it was fine but i didn't really have any direction and honestly, my diet wasn't matching what I needed to do for this kind of stuff. So um, I really wasn't seeing a lot of gains. And then you messaged me and you were like, hey, do you know this app called Center? Uh, apparently, Chris Hemsworth started it. And I was like, you have my attention. And I did a quick look at their website. And I was like, oh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And uh, on, I think, this very day, last year, September 13th, as of when we're recording this, is when we signed up together and uh, i have been non-stop just into it since that day i have gone through the beginner weightlifting program i went through the intermediate weightlifting program twice i've gone through the advanced weightlifting program once and i'm about to finish up the second round of it it, which by the way didn't realize they add on an additional three weeks when you do it again. And this fucking stuff is hard.
1: Wait a second. So if you do the intermediate one twice, the second time you do it, they add on an additional three weeks.
0: I don't feel like they did the second time I did it, but I think that's what they're doing now. They're like, oh, you're going to do it again. Great. We're going to add more. So, so it's, it's not
1: moving from intermediate to advanced. It's the fact that you're doing it a second time.
0: Correct. Okay. Because I did it, you know, I, I... Um this is my second time th- th- so the the programs I'm doing are 10 weeks. Yeah. It's it's, th- it's three phases, 3 weeks, 3 weeks, 3 weeks, and then the last week is just like an offloading or a deloading where you don't lift, you just do some cardio stuff and stretching just to kind of let your body recoup. Okay. Now this one's 13 weeks. And I'm in the middle of week uh 11. And I was fine and then I'm, this stuff that I'm doing is is fucking hard. It's really hard and it's kicking my ass. Really bad having you do. Well, I I think what it is. I think the thing that's tricky for me is the reps have gone up. Okay. Which kind of sucks because you're like, all right. So instead of like eight or 10 reps, it's like you're doing 12. Mm -hmm. And then what they do on some of the lifts is you do like, all right, 12 reps, take a minute, rest 12 reps, take a minute. You do that like three times and then you do three more sets, but it's like, okay, 12 reps, 10 second rest, six reps, 10 second rest, Uh four reps. And then wrap it up. Yeah. And by the time you're like, ah, like today I was just doing like you know rows. I'm like, ah, ah, ah and it's just they've they've added like these little extra things in there where you're like, yeah. fuck me, like they're really hitting you hard in the muscle groups. And sure. uh, you know it's it's been it's been a challenge. Like I I've, I I've, I've felt more beat up than I ever have in this round. Good, uh, going through it, and I'm like, oh god damn, like. <laughs>
1: There, are, because it's that's a good thing. Because there are times yeah. where, like when when I when you first start, like in earnest, uh, you're unbelievably sore. Anyone that started a workout before, is just like, what am I doing? You you, especially at the first like two three weeks that you start working out from nothing to that, you you swing your legs over your bed and you're like, I I have nothing, nothing in my legs i can't stand on these things you know you're just sore and everything is achy and then after a while you know you hit the stasis where you just every you're like yeah i'm just my body's in a perpetual state of like yeah it's a, like my shoulders a little tight because i did a mm-hmm. thing but i'm fine and you you forget how how much that feeling of like wow i've stressed my muscles like how much you kind of miss that and it sounds like they're getting you back into that with this they're well, really finding heard- a way to like hit you again
0: i've heard that you want to kind of keep your body on edge so it doesn't necessarily know like what's coming because if like you said uh, my understanding again i'm not a fitness expert but the idea is if you keep doing the same thing all the time you're not actually challenging your body right and your body isn't actually progressing at the way that it should and with this you would have thought that i just started from zero with some of the things that i've done um and because i've done like for example chest workout was you know it, it, you know like the last phase was you know bench machine right i think it was like eight or ten reps and then it was like five push-ups but like at a very slow pace like sure. five seconds down one second up and that's pretty brutal unto itself yeah. and now it's like this round's like okay great 12 reps <laughs> and then eight push-ups oh, 12 reps eight push-ups 12 reps so six reps four reps eight ups I'm like, Oh God. fuck. Like, it's just like those extra reps and everything like yeah. that. They, they kill. And then there's just additional things that I'm doing like on top of that at the end. And then that one, they add in like two rounds of like real quick shot cardio at the end. It's like right. Dude, yeah. 12 jackknifes as quick as you can. And then do 12 bicycles and then do spider lunges or whatever spider yeah. climbers for 30 seconds. And then do it again as fast as you can. And like, God damn it. Like it's brutal. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, for the leg days, um, you know, it ends with, all right, uh, 20 reps of calf raises, 10-second rest, 15 reps of calf raises, 10-second rest, 10, 10 seconds, five, and then you're done. And you would have thought that I had run a marathon by the way I was walking. Like, I, I seriously... Because it always hits me two days after I might feel oh, a little yeah. sore the the next day, but it's always two days. I'm just like, fuck, why do I, why am I, why is it hurting going down the stairs? And I'm like, Jesus, I have done calf raises, right. but I realize I'm like, I will do eight to 10 in combination with another exercise. And then a minute rest eight to 10, you know? So it's not like, oh, you're going to be doing, you know, 60 reps right r- within a matter of 40 seconds, basically, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> It's a, yeah, your
1: body's not prepared for that.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah. been, you know, it's been it's been interesting and it's it's I don't know I felt extra tired. I feel I've felt extra beat up, which I think is probably a good thing. Okay. But all in all, I, I've you know, the nutrition on the app has been phenomenal. It's helped me again. I feel like so many great foods. And if you want to check out some of them, I posted them on our discord in the recipe section. You can find some of those listed there. But uh, that's helped me a ton because I feel like the food is good. It's filling. Their nutrition plans have helped me a lot to you know understand like when should I be snacking and also making some delicious snacks, healthy snacks. And um, I feel like my my weight has gone up. I th- my when I started, I was two eighty nine. My lowest I got was two twenty seven. Now wow. I'm up right just probably around two thirty eight, two thirty nine. It's kind of where I've been hovering. Okay. So. I'd like to see that number go lower, but at the same time too, I'd also like to believe that I've put on some muscle. So
1: feel like that has to be the case.
0: I'd like to think so. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's really easy for me to be like, nah, you're good, man. It's all muscle. I'm like, is it though? Is it Doug? The guy who made homemade ice cream and pulled pork two weekends ago, you know, like (laughs) someone was visiting, you know, and I'm like, I'm making pulled pork, you know? So, You know, I have my treats, but I just try to keep it. You know, keep it, keep it at a reasonable level. That's that's yeah. my that's my goal. I want to live my life and enjoy. You know, the food that I eat. Well, Always fighting food. off the hunger demons, but you know.
1: Yeah, I'd message you the other day, and I was just like, "Hey, Mick. So, so for me in this journey, I started it because I was going to, <clears throat> I was going to the gym, and I was doing the kind of the same thing as you. I wasn't on as hardcore of a fitness journey as you, but I knew I was uncomfortable. I'd put on you know, a few years back, I ran two marathons and I dropped a shitload of weight and I was, I was trim and I was, I was feeling really good. And then as happens when you go from one running 15 miles every weekend to not doing that, you know, you start to go back up again. So, and then the pandemic hit. So I was not feeling great, you know? And so uh, I was going to the gym, but, uh, and I was asking you, you know, what are some lifts I could do with this and that, but it, it was similar to you. I had no real focus on what I was doing. So Instagram kept delivering me these ads and I was like, you know what? The shit kind of looks cool. Let me check it out. You know, uh, showed it to you. We signed up and I was really into it, but I wasn't doing it as hardcore as you. Like I was, I was, I was going here and there. But didn't really make it like a religious event where I was. I had to go every day, and I, you know, tracked this and this. I don't do the recipes like you do. I rarely use the recipes in this thing, which I know I. I'm only getting half the benefit of the of the app. I know I need to do this. I absolutely do. But um. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know why you're talking about your story.
0: Yeah, how far know, you've come.
1: But, but there was something about. But you were just saying, "Fuck!" Ah, I hate it. I've also lost a ton of memory. I've dropped some weights on my head a few times. That's <laughs> not good. That's not good. That. Sorry, I got stuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So <clears throat> it wasn't until uh, just before my birthday, I did that. You know, I was I, I, on the podcast, mentioned I want to be in the best shape of my life before you know uh, before you my die. 40th, yeah before I die. <laughs> um, And, uh, yeah. And so that was like, great. Hashtag fit by 40 became a thing as you, uh, as you pushed me into that. And, and I've, I've been feeling fucking great ever since I've dropped. So it's been, I, I was said, I was going to
0: update baby. Give us the update
1: Said I was going to look this up before. So I didn't have to do this on. So I did the 18th of July. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm in my ninth week. I started at 199. Today I was 187. So back down a few, um, 12. I had to do that math there. Um, yeah, but I'm feeling good again. I don't.
0: Congratulations! That's fantastic. 13 pounds down. Doing it the right way. Working your yeah. balls off. You know. Proud but, of you. Yeah.
1: I, and I think what I'm going to start doing now, cause I have not yet done the, um, the programs that they have in there. I just do, so you can set with, when you sign up for center, you can set up, do you want to, uh, get fit? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to bulk or something similar yeah. to those three options? And I put, I want to lose weight. That was my first thing. And then I'm probably going to, once I get down to a weight that I feel is comfortable, I'm going to switch over to toning and putting on some muscle, um, so, they'll deliver you a, and then you do um, beginner, advanced, uh, beginner, intermediate, or advanced. So, I was lose weight and I'm intermediate. And so, um, they'll deliver you kind of a smattering of Mondays is my hit hurt, Tuesdays is boxing, Wednesdays should be plyo, but I don't like plyo. So, I switched plyos, it back.
0: Out. Yeah, plyos suck.
1: Just can't get into it. So, I'd switch it back to hit hurt again. Thursdays is weightlifting, Fridays is Dalruelk functional uh fitness and man, Dal Rolk's a bitch. I love him to. Beat your ass. He kicks my ass every fucking week. And then Saturday Sunday it's kind of dealer's choice. I'll I'll swap out, I'll do MMA, I'll do whatever. But it's it's kind of a smattering of everything. So I've been thinking about I need to do you talk so highly about these programs that they have. So I think I'm going to do the uh I'm going to do the Hit Hurt program and I'm going nice. to get into that and uh I think it's a if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a six week program and I'm going to start there and we're going to see where that, cause I've really taken to hit. Like, I know like you love weightlifting and there are some people love running. I would love to run again, but my knees kind of messed up yeah. when I run now. So hit hurt has, there's something about it that just, it, it triggers the right thing in my brain. I don't know why I've connected to it. So, and it's different than CrossFit. I've found out like CrossFit is stupid, stupid, <laughs> No, that's stupid. It's, it's not just, stupid. Uh, you know, yeah, I, like we're not in it with, with what I'm doing. We're not throwing tires around a gym. You know, it's a little bit more maintained movements. And, you know, it, it's it's a little less intense. Than what CrossFit is.
0: CrossFit is just the problem. The problem I have with it. I've never yeah. done it, but I've seen it enough to be like, if you're not careful. And you're not doing the form correctly, you can easily get hurt. Yes, I've had
1: a lot of friends who've done CrossFit that have had to hang it up because either they did it wrong, overdid it, they, I don't, you know, for whatever reason. But I've seen some
0: really shitty form from people doing that stuff. I'm like, you are, you're gonna fucking hurt yourself because that's something else I've come to terms with. Is I'm like. I'm not going to max out my bench press. That's not my goal of this program. Like sometimes when I'm putting weights on, I'm like, Oh, wish I could do more. I'm like, but I'm not strength training. I'm building muscle. Like that's my goal. And that involves like higher reps and lower and lower weight. Like I don't necessarily enjoy doing reps of 12. That's not my ideal spot. I like eight to 10. I feel like that's a good, you start doing 12. You're like fucking hell. Like this is like the, the marathon of weightlifting. You're doing this sort of stuff, really but yeah. you also realize you're, it is endurance for your muscles, which helps them, you know, get bigger and things like that. Yeah. So like, it, it really makes sense. But yeah, CrossFit stuff. I'm always been like, eh, y'all be careful out there. Okay.
1: Oh. Well, you see people like you see the Instagram, uh, stuff all the time where people are making, they're doing the comparisons in, in kind of a jokey way, but they're like, you know, they, they like, um, a regular person doing pull-ups, and they're showing someone just doing pull-ups, and then CrossFitter, and they're like rocking back and forth. And
0: she, well, my, my favorite she, one of that <laughs> was like Marjorie Taylor Green when she made one of those d- just weird videos, and she was doing CrossFit, and she did this bizarre sort of like pull-up thing while she's talking about insane politics, and people were like, "What that. the fuck is wrong with some guy?" Was some she guy made fun of her? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," you know, and then he's like, "Just exaggerating how she was doing her pull-ups." <laughs> it was insane. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, listen. You're
1: going to wrench your back. You're going to throw your shoulder out. Like, that's just not. It's, you know what it is? It's power over form, is what they, I think, is what a lot of what they, they, not stress, but they push. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just not in agreement, personally not in agreement with that. I, I think that, yeah, really need to slow it down. That's the one thing that I really love about a lot of these trainers in this app. They're like, if we're doing, if you're like, They'll give you some of them are coached workouts and some are, you know, go at your own pace. If it's a coached workout, they're like they'll say, like, as we're doing this, if you can't keep up with my pace, focus on your form and do it half or a quarter of the speed that I'm doing it as long as your form is there. And then once you get stronger, you can get up. But they they've never been like, you know, push it harder. Come on, you fucking idiots. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because that's also when I was growing up and in, in weight training and stuff like that, that's the kind of stuff like people were encouraged to do more weight right. with poor form. That was more powerful. And and for me, I was like, no, you should always focus on your form. Like the amount that you're doing, I think, is irrelevant. It can yeah. be an indicator. Like if someone is benching 400 pounds in high school, I'm probably going to be like, that person's going to get fucking hurt. Um because there was a kid I knew, he was a freshman when I was a senior, he was benching over 300 pounds, and I'm like, uh... I mean, As he was a strong athlete. guy, but guess what? Guy had to have shoulder surgery because yeah. you're benching, putting that much weight on your shoulders when your growth platelets aren't closed, it fucks you up. And yeah. he wasn't doing it right, and that's... Everyone's like, look at him, freshman doing over 300 pounds! I'm like, yeah. yeah. And Did he, he win afraid. the state right. wrestling championship by the time he was done with high school? Yeah, he also had to have shoulder surgery. So, you know what the fuck right
1: (laughs) so what the fuck
0: yeah yeah i I like some of the things too where they're like hey listen um as long as you're moving just keep moving don't stop moving you are burning calories you're doing you know that's what matters just don't stop go through all the way through and those are the kinds of encouragement and things that i i really like i trust these programs and also you're not gonna look like chris hemsworth when you're done no, um, that's just not how it's going to work. Because Jill asked that the first time she goes, so when you're done with one of these like programs, are you going to be like an Avenger? I'm like, no, I'm not going to be an Avenger. Um, That's not how this there's, works I because I'm not
1: marketing that suggested, which I don't <laughs> yeah. hold it against them because they're not outright saying you're going to look like this. But of course, when they when they say like, you know, when they show all the Instagram ads, they do have Hemsworth working out. Yeah. And he's not really in any of the training sessions so yeah. it's you know he's it's all his trainers but he does the ads but it's suggesting that this is how i did it maybe you could too. which again it's marketing they have to do that i don't hold it against them but i could easily see where someone you know be like so you do this
0: you're are you gonna be an avenger
1: are you gonna be jacked
0: listen at the end of the day um yeah like the, the way that this works is that you what hemsworth does is way more intense because that's his job he doesn't have a 40 hour a week job. His job is to look like Thor. So he is going to work out, <laughs> saying it. Yeah. He's going to work out twice a day. He's going to have a a personal chef mm-hmm. give him exactly what he needs every day and he has the trainers who tr- also work this program for the general masses but he gets personalized. Right. You know stuff. And the thing is like Very his his stunt man who plays him is also one of the guys that yeah. does this stuff too. So, you know, you, you look at the, I mean, it all, you're like, wow. the trainer that trains him, <clears throat> the guy that does the stunt work, who's his yeah. stand in and Hemsworth, they're all part of this program. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's one of the best programs I've ever done weightlifting wise. Like I, I'm so glad that I have it. It's, it's fantastic. It yeah. scratches my itch for that. And again, the recipes are phenomenal as far as like getting you good food that will yeah. give you the fuel that you need. It's, it's absolutely great. Um, Throughout all of this, Justin, I know you've really hard focused for like eight or nine weeks. What would you say is your favorite thing that's changed about you so far? It's a really good question. Um, My favorite thing that's changed about me. um, It doesn't necessarily have to be physical. It could be mental. It could be emotional. It could be grammatical. (laughs) It could be what? Grammatical. Grammatical. I good feel
1: now do oh boy. me we've done it now uh, we've done it we've done it ladies and gentlemen uh i pro- <laughs> physically um i'm seeing the most definition in my arms so that like it's 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 nice to see that i'm like oh cool like i've got some that's some good stuff coming up there you know um so physically it'd probably be that um as just as far as myself uh if I don't go in the morning, I get anxious to go. Like, if I'm like, if I miss the, my morning window and I have to go at lunch, I'm, I'm, I physically find myself like, I want to get to the gym. I, I want to get to the gym. And so I like the fact that I have kind of a drive now to get, to get there and to, to feel good. Cause like, uh, it, yeah, like it, it, there, there is kind of an addictive quality, which is also how, I know that I have pushed through to the next level because the hardest thing for me is to get started, to make it routine. I'm notorious or was notorious for starting and stopping and starting and stopping. But now that I've pushed through to a certain point, I can feel just ethereally feel a shift in like just the way my brain is thinking about it where it is part of my routine now. And I'm very happy that I've gotten to that point because that makes it – it just makes it easier to – you know, to motivate yourself when you know that it's not a short term goal. When you're like, you've committed to it for a long term, you're like, this is my life now, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> I, I do uh, two workouts every day. Um, so I usually go for about now because each each one is around a half hour. And so I'll go to I probably won't do two a days forever, but, you know, at least to get myself into it now, that's what I need to do. And I'm I'm really, really enjoying that.
0: Congratulations, man. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's what about you? um I'd say my my proudest accomplishment is that I'm at uh, I think three hundred and thirty days straight of hitting like my movement goal on that's my awesome. watch. My goals obviously hit 365. So ever since I got my Apple watch last October and I set my movement goal, I was like, I'm not missing a day. There's close been a calls. couple of close calls yeah. um, where I just eked over, but uh, I just refuse, absolutely refuse to to not hit those goals every day. Um, and uh, I think just like body wise, I think the thing I'm most surprised about, I think are my shoulders. I think I feel like those are, have been the most, you know, when, when I think about getting fit, I think about the pecs, the chests, you know, the arms, you know, things like that. But I feel like my traps and my deltoids a little bit, I'm like, okay. All right. And even like, you know, when I do my back workouts, I'm like, I can't see my back, but sometimes when I just stretch, I'm like, it feels kind of muscular back there. Like, it feels pretty good. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, eh, that's, that's awesome. okay. And then I think just like self esteem wise, like I got this shirt over the summer and it fits really nice. I feel, I look really good in it. I feel really yeah. good in it. I, I feel confident and I get excited. You know, it's kind of gross, but like I get excited when. I'm going to go see someone I haven't seen in a while. I'm like, I'm going to throw on one of these shirts. You know, it's not a muscle shirt, but it also is like, it accentuates how far I've come, you know, like it's, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that makes me, uh, it makes me feel good about where I am.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is like you, I mean, you know, we've, uh...
0: <laughs> Sterling Archer, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the woke left propaganda channel, sir. <laughs> amazing. Oh.
1: yeah no it, it it's it the thing is, <clears throat> my you know, thirteen pounds down or twelve pounds down is is it, it's it's it is what it is, and and you know, I, I feel good. It's not super noticeable. I know it because I weigh myself all the time. Your transformation is visually st- stunning. like when if for people who knew you, you know, before, and people who see you now, like Beth had not, hadn't seen you, until you guys came up and visited us, she hadn't seen you since I I think before the pandemic.
0: Yeah, that sounds and, about right.
1: Yeah, and so when she saw you, she was just like, "Where did half of you go?" <laughs> like, it's just, it's just totally different. It is shocking to see. I mean, we threw up a, a couple months ago. We threw yeah. up that picture of when we were doing improv, and I think you were at that might have been peak weight for you.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it definitely. I mean, I wasn't yeah. doing anything to combat it. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, if you were, that was, that was a uh, mid quad burger uh, realm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is my mom sent over a photo of one of the first times Jill went to Disney world with us. And I was like, you know, in college And I looked at the photo and I was pretty heavy in that photo. I was like, I don't, I didn't think I was that heavy back then. Yeah. But Jill's like, I didn't think you were either. I'm like, obviously I was like, just just, uh, like the belly. I was in a swimsuit. Just like, I'm like, oh my God, really? Yeah. But I mean, if I think about it, I hadn't done anything. Like I, 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 I threw shot put in college, but I didn't have a dedicated weight program. Like they were, it was pretty loosey goosey in division three. Um, No one was really checking with the weight program, and I sure as shit wasn't doing cardio. So, uh, you know, I was kind of just, like, winging it. Um, the last time I did anything serious was right before I went to college, probably when uh, – Did you ever hear the phrase, filling out? Like, oh, out. oh yeah, have you filled out yet? Like, oh, is that guy filled out yet? Like yeah, Meaning, like, like we'll have they kind the of, like, come it, into the, the, like their – Yeah. It's where you put on weight, I think, kind of naturally. Adult body. Yeah, kind of. That was always the thing is like, oh, well, don't worry. He hasn't filled out yet. So when he's filling out, like you'll see like a change and and that sort of stuff. I kind of hit the filling out stage while I was also doing German volume training with my dad. So that was in my mind, like my peak moment where I actually think I put on like 10, 15 pounds of muscle right before I went to college. I was doing this very intense program, which when I look back on it, I mean, it's probably comparable to what I'm doing now it was just a lot of 10 sets of 10 for <clears throat> yeah. stuff like for And you did this for three phases, but these were like 10 week phases and stuff like that. <laughs> Is German volume training some kind of porn thing? Kind of. Absolutely. The answer yes. 10 sets of 10, you know, with each dude, you know, no nine sets of nine, nine sets of nine. Um, but yeah, it's designed to be like endurance. Yeah. It's like, sort of like, uh, Kind of keeping that going. And then the final phase was was the boss phase. No, it's like really focused on strength.
1: Well, you have to fight your dad. You turn
0: <laughs> now fight me for control of the family. Um and uh it's and I didn't get all the way through it, but I got I spent the whole summer with my dad just like doing this. And it was it was two days on, one day off, uh one day on, one day off. So you're like lifting just consistently yeah. all the time. And I remember just I, one of my grossest moments was kind of when I was at the tail end of that. I went to a party with a sleeveless shirt because I felt really good about me. And I was yes, like, what's up? Did. Hat backwards. I was like, what's up?
1: Oh, no. I've been working out. Do you have out. a shell necklace?
0: I may as well have. Oh, buddy. Um, but it was, it was really bad. I was just like, and then it all went away because that's the thing. Kind of like what you mentioned about running. If you don't keep that up, if you don't maintain that, yeah. it all just goes which is also one of the things that motivates me is I'm terrified terrified that I'm gonna lose what I've gained yeah which is why I've had very rare amount of days where I've woken up and felt like I don't want to do this today it doesn't happen that much because I'm like I refuse yeah to lose any ground because I know myself if I if I lose any ground it will be it will be a it, it's not a slide; it's a fucking cliff. Is what it's going to be. I'm going to fall off a cliff, yeah. and I. And the thing is, I could probably take a day off and would be fine. Yeah,
1: I just, you're at a point now where you you could. I but just, I get I understand the mental hurdle that that is. I fully understand that because there was there has been two days where I haven't met, where I haven't met my move goal. Um, one of them, <clears throat> we went back to Chicago for a Tuesday night concert. Yeah, of all fucking nights. And so, you know, we were staying at my sister-in-law's and it was just logistically between working remotely that day and then the concert the night before, we didn't get back until like 1 a.m. It was a whole thing. And then we had to drive back Tuesday after work. So I didn't get to exercise. And we came back and it was like 9.30 and I was exhausted because it was a three and a half hour drive, probably four with traffic out of Chicago. You know, again, didn't get a lot of sleep the night before. had a great night, but got back and I was like, I could go, I could go work out right now. I could get, could sneak one in. I could hit this and I hemmed and hawed for probably 45 minutes and finally I went, okay, just, it's not healthy to be this obsessed about it. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. You're going to miss a day. It's fine. And to this day, Hey, Loki. And to this day, it's still, it still haunts me. You know, yeah. it hasn't been that long, but I will look back at my, all my move goals like mm-hmm. the calendar where you can see all your rings and i see one day that has barely any color to that i'm just like oh god damn it. Damn that's it's tough that's man i kind of ran
0: into that last sunday where you? um you know i i did a, a walk well it was challenging because it was raining so i did treadmill which i hate doing treadmill oh, yeah. but i did yeah. treadmill i did some and then i was like you know moving around but then it got to be after dinner i'm like i've got to go on another walk after dinner Like I have to, because I, there's no way else I'm going to get this done. And I forced myself to go on a 45 minute walk. I logged it in and I was like, good job. But that's, that's the thing is like, I have to get up and get it done or at least make a huge dent in it because as the day goes on, you're less and less inclined to do it. And that's just particularly for me. I'm I'm really bad
1: days where I've been hundred, hundred points off and Mm -hmm. I'll just be in the Beth is like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I got to close my rings. Yeah. And so I'll stay in the living room. And I'll just sit there and do boxing reps to get yeah. the heart rate up until I hit it, and I'm like, okay, now that I'm sweaty,
0: I can go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. When you're that yeah. close, you're like, it's a hundred, you know? Like
1: yeah, I can get a hundred; it's not a fucking yeah. problem. But it, it, I get the mental anguish of like, it, like you again. You are at the point where you've proven to yourself this is a lifestyle; it's not a fad. You can take a day, and you'll be fine but mm-hmm. there is a mental hurdle that you have to get over where you're just like, I failed for the day, and
0: I don't yeah. want to fail. Well, I, what I've also found is that I can still get this stuff in even when I travel, even when I fly. I find ways. Like when we went down to Disney World, I still got up really early and did no. a walk before we left. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, most days now I get up at 4.30, so yeah. I'm up real early. My routine is this, if you're curious. I get up at 4.30... Um, I have my pre-made breakfast, which currently right now is overnight oats with some raspberries. I eat that. I stretch for about 25 to 30 minutes because I have to. Otherwise, my body's like, I hate you. So which is good that actually, you know, I stretch pretty hard. So I get some calories burned on that. Yeah. And then I take every my d-
1: time, every time I see because Doug and I have notifications for, to each other. Every time I see you finish stretching, I'm like, you got like 125 calories for this. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Someone always told me, it's like, stretching's not supposed to feel good, right? It's supposed to hurt a little bit, so right. get into it. Yeah. Uh, so then I go on about an hour-long walk with my dog. Uh, and then from there, I go to the gym and I lift. Unless it's a day where I don't go to the gym and then I just go on like an extra-long walk with my dog. Oh. and Really wear her ass out, wear myself out. And then come home, I have my post-workout shake, uh, shower, I do work, I might have a snack in the morning... And then I have lunch, and then usually I go on another. My walks are usually about a little over three miles. Yeah. So then over lunch, I'll go on another three-mile walk, and that usually closes all my rings, all my all my stuff for the day. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm on average, I'm walking, you know, legit like tracking walking about six-plus miles a day. And then, you know, easily hitting those 10,000 steps. I think I'm averaging like 14,000, 15,000 steps a day. So, yeah. you know. I
1: would love, I tried going on a walk with my dog i it, it, <laughs> you you know my dog she'll mm-hmm. play fetch until the fucking cows come home yeah try to take her for a walk it is you're dragging 45 to 50 uh, depending on what week it is sounds like a you're workout 50 pounds just behind you on a leash and you're like come on so it takes I, in the morning we'll go on a walk you've probably seen it pop up you're and i'm sure you've looked at it and gone he walked 0.5 miles in 27 minutes. Yeah. How, How does he do Because my dog won't fucking move her ass on a walk.
0: My dog is also challenging because she wants to murder every single squirrel, every single rabbit. Right. Uh, everything she's all over the place and similarly you know sometimes i have to be like enough because the problem with her is she just eats everything she finds yeah people are like oh you gotta let him sniff i'm like yeah the second i let her sniff something she's eating something and yeah. i'm like what the fuck are you eating and she's like <laughs> yeah. i try to get it out and she's like no i found it it's mine <laughs> and it's just annoying as hell so i'm usually like no no and i'm just pulling her and you know it's actually a good dog to run with because she'll she'll keep up with you until she Ab- sees a rabbit
1: and then, and then you better hope yeah. to
0: God that you have the, A, you see it first so you can prep for it and B, you have the the balance to pull her where you need to go because yeah. you're like, no, if you don't, see it, you're your like, she's just coming out of your socket. Yeah. Like, there it goes. Yeah, it's bad.
1: <laughs> I always like, I like to do, there's like all, I, I like to take the first like maybe five to 10 minutes and set it up to where she, you know, I, I don't pull her away. I let her sniff because I know that's super important to dogs for their uh just their their mental facilities like to let them sniff like it helps it helps stimulate it helps them you know map things and, and learn and yada yada but then after like after a certain amount of time i'm like you we need to get a walk in because the thing is she's about five to ten pounds over overweight the vet really wants us to get her weight down about five ten pounds and i'm like the only way this is going to happen is if you agree to this like so let's up let's go and yeah it's just like pulling teeth so i need I've, yeah. I've wanted to get my walks in the same way that you do but i'm gonna have to figure something else i'll be here.
0: honest with you i prefer to walk without her i go faster same Pre- well, practical dog do. is like we're going quicker and that's a good thing you know
1: for a little while i was doing that like i was i was i was walking her in the morning and then i would go work out i would do one and then i would go for like a three mile walk by myself there's like a force trail by me and it was wonderful but then you know, life happens, schedules change. And I'm like, fuck it. I just need to do two workouts and get this over with.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah. that's the thing. I, when I think about how much I'm working out, I mean, I'm up at 4:30. I start work around 8:30. So like yeah. I'm up for four hours before I sit down to do work for the day. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like that's part of my routine and I really enjoy it because yeah. when I'm ready to sit down to, to do work, I'm like, I feel good. I feel good. I've gotten this stuff in. And then I give my body a chance to rest. I do work. And it's just, I don't know, it's great. It's really, really nice.
1: There's nothing better than getting the workout in the morning. And Mm -hmm. I know some people are like, well, I'm not a morning person. Let me Mm -hmm. tell you, if you get up and you work out, you will, and you, people, I know people, I've had people say to me, dad, I'm just not built that way. I wasn't either. I don't like, I traditionally didn't like mornings. You start working out and it's a whole different ball game because you get back, you shower and you're like, I'm done. I did it. And you look at your watch, you're like, fuck, I just burned like eight hundred calories. It's not even nine o'clock.
0: Yeah. That's the good. best and that, part. And
1: then you've got that that afterburn going and mm-hmm. you're just gonna keep your metabolisms up and yeah. man, it's, it's just it's it's a great feel you feel accomplished and a little bit more bright eyed, bushy tailed, you can do some things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things where I think about, you know, again, is my weight exactly where I want it to be? No. But I feel good. And I can make some better um, eating choices. I think for the most part, like, I kill it in breakfast. I kill lunch. Yeah. Um, dinner's usually where I'm like, eh. I I usually have my normal meal plus. I. But here's the thing, too, is, like, I, I make sure I snack on fruit. But especially on the weekends, I'm like, ah, we'll have some popcorn. We'll have some M&Ms in those popcorn. You know, yeah. like, and I'll, I'll have a couple treats here. But, again, I think the things I'm most satisfied with is I really, I, I rein it in. Yeah. Like some days the 22-year-old Doug will come busting out and I have to try and fight him and at least hold him back from where he yeah. really wants to go. But I'm nowhere near what I used to be.
1: Right. You you got to fight 22-year-old Doug and bring him up to 32-year-old Doug. Mm-hmm. Right? Slightly Probably
0: different. even 32-year-old Doug wasn't that great. 32-year-old right. Doug was still having quad burgers. So, you know. That is true and a very yep. fair point.
1: I, I will say that I, this is where you and I m- might differ slightly in our, on our philosophies on this. I fully embrace the concept of having it. Like if you, if you're going to cheat, like a cheap day, mm-hmm. have like having that treating yourself knowing that you're like, I'm going to do this. And I'm not going to beat myself up because this is what I've set aside. You know, again, and, and knowing that you're at a point now where it's not going to derail you, you know, you're not going to disappear for two weeks and come back just covered in chocolate and you're like, mm-hmm. I blacked out. I don't know what happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you're not going to go in a bender. So I, yeah. I fully, I think it's, for me at least, I think it's okay to give into that uh, as long as it, it's part of your schedule. As long as you mm-hmm. have, it's not just a, well, oh, today I'm eating a bag of m and Like you're like, yeah. no, on Sunday is my, I'm going to, you know, we're going to have pizza on Sunday. And, you know, I may have one slice too many. And that's okay because tomorrow I'm gonna yeah. get back to it, you know. Oh, my for sure. Problem, yeah. My problem is I have a, a weird relationship with food because i I don't think I don't eat enough. So, like, I'll. I think that's actually a hindrance in me losing weight. Is I think my body is like, hey, man, we're low on energy right now, and uh, we're not gonna burn anything because we can't. We can't spare it. Beth gets on me all the time about this. Like, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm on board with doing a cheat day when it comes up, but like during the week, I'm like I must conserve, I must not eat. You know, I'm I'll yeah. do a protein shake in the morning and maybe an apple at lunch and then dinner, and like I eat nothing all day. And she's she's like, "Did you eat today?" And I Justin, go, "No, I, I did. You know, I had something." You know, no,
0: I, buddy, no, you know, like that. Is, it's funny because it seems counterintuitive, right? Like I'm I trying to I, lose weight, so I shouldn't consume
1: exactly. But I know my body's like, I need protein, I need fiber, I need these things to do the thing you want me to do. So I know it. I just have a very I have you have an unhealthy relationship with food in a in the counterway, the opposite way to how I have an unhealthy relationship yeah. with food. Yeah. Two sides of the
0: same coin. Because yeah. that's what I was doing in the beginning before I started doing the center recipes and stuff like that, is I was I was really I wouldn't say I was calorie counting, but I was very i, I wasn't eating the right stuff to be working out. Right. When I was just walking every day and, and doing some light weights and stuff like that, yeah, it was totally fine. But yeah. to actually, you know, build muscle and things like that, I—I I was learning like, oh yeah, I'm drastically missing out on protein and just. Yeah. You know, I've also something I got to give center credit for is like I've been trying a lot more vegetables and things like that that I normally wouldn't with That's these recipes, which has yeah. been great. I've found a lot of great recipes where I'm like, yeah. I found you know, it's like for example, spinach. Don't really like it, the big leafy thing. Just chop yeah. that shit up in smaller pieces and, and sprinkle it in there. You're still getting it. Just for me, it's the texture. I've started okay. to include uh, red peppers in a couple of recipes, which has been
1: bell peppers are everything to probably my favorite vegetable i love bell peppers there's
0: this chipotle cheese fries that i make as as a meal that is that has uh potatoes uh spinach chicken red bell peppers fuck onions i'll never put onions in anything and uh it's got some it's it's like a wonderful sort of uh just like mexican flavored dish with you know like uh cumin paprika all that good stuff, chili. It's so it's so good. It's one of Natalie loves it, which is also like Natalie's been enjoying a lot of these recipes as well. There's a chicken noodle soup recipe on there that is yes. just oh, so yes. good. There's a a a, a stew recipe. Um, there's a smoky chicken pasta. Like there's so many things that have that I eat. And I'm like I avoided this before. Things like pasta. Yeah. because I'm like, "Oh yeah, you can't have that." And it's like, "No, you can." Yeah. If you do it in moderation and you do it with these other things, it's not just noodles, sauce, and cheese, you know? Like Great. there's
1: the thing that I'm starting to so now as I'm addressing my my uh weird relationship with with food and calories and everything and I'm looking at macros a little bit more, I'm starting to realize I'm like, "Okay, so I can get like a a lentil-based pasta or a legume-based pasta and there's a fuck ton of protein in that mm-hmm. and I can so like I can have it's got the texture of pasta yeah. you know and you put you know the right kind of whatever on it or put some chicken with it now you're doubling up on that protein put some spinach in there you got your fiber and vitamin C like mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand that there are different ways uh, To I didn't I'm not gonna lie I didn't realize that there was a bean based pasta
0: I didn't either until I started doing this stuff
1: you know what I mean like no so idea. Like, that's the kind of shit where I'm getting excited about because I'm like, okay, I might be able to course correct this mm-hmm. this odd relationship I have with food and eating, you know, and actually, so I'm I'm curious to see how the next few months go with with trying some different things.
0: The challenge on my end too is that I also am cooking for two other people, and we yes. all don't have the same likes. And there's times I have to make sacrifices with the recipe. Like for example, Natalie hates the uh, uh, plant based noodles can't stand oh, actually, them really doesn't like them at all so i'm like well that's out jill hates sweet potatoes which is in a lot of these so i have to just substitute that with just like yukon golds which i'm like probably not exactly the same nutrient content but i'm like close enough i i suppose you know yeah it's better than eating a wheel of cheese i suppose you know like that's what i tell myself so <laughs> um you know I, I i do have to make probably those. more
1: protein and cheese
0: yeah right in uh, like the, for example, the the chicken noodle soup, I don't like celery, but I definitely don't mind it in a soup because it gets yeah. nice and soft yeah. and Natalie and, and Jill don't like celery at all, not even in the soup. So I'm like, well, I guess I can't have celery in this goddamn soup. Yeah. So uh, there's man. things where I'm like, I have to make, is honestly, I would go very, very simple with this. Yeah. I would have like a re- very rigid, regular schedule where it would probably it'd be healthy, oh. but you know. That's I, made it. She's Go got ahead.
1: a recipe for chili mm-hmm. that I wish she'd made It'll it. Blow your tonight. ass out. It will blow your ass out. We'll get to the butt in a second. It was, yeah, I know it's so good. Uh, but it is um it's like three different kinds of beans. Uh it's celery, carrots, um, you know, ground beef, uh something, something. You put a little dark chocolate what in it. What was
0: in that something something, Justin?
1: I had tomato so I honestly don't know the rest. What else?
0: Is there onions in there, Justin? I don't. There's I, there's onions in there. I know there I don't is. Know. Don't Sheeds, lie to me.
1: Parsnip today. Never uh-uh. had parsnip before. Okay. That's tasty. Um, little little dark chocolate and a little bit of balsamic too. to balsamic this really interesting, weird. It's it is probably some of the best chili I've ever had. And when you look at the ingredient list, you're just like extraordinarily healthy. Like yeah. And so like I feel like this it, it has celery, so they the, your girls wouldn't like it. But I'm dying to have you try this thing because I think. This would be a game changer for you. This is our winter go-to meal, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Slotty asked: Is guacamole and chips a suitable dinner? No. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Bell peppers are a tier. I'm starting to agree with you. For me, with that too is I have to cut them up really small. I chop them up really small. I get the flavor of it, which I really enjoy, and I also cook them down so that
1: snap the little crisp to them.
0: I don't, for whatever reason, I hate okay. myself for a lot of that stuff because I I, I know it seems silly, but it's that text that texture. For whatever reason, when I'm sure. biting into that stuff, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want that to be the star of the show for whatever reason. It's the okay. same thing with onions, really. I don't mind onion flavor. Like I'll put onion powder and stuff, but sure. I do not like. Definitely a raw onion can fuck off. But even like a cook-through onion, I don't know, man. There's something about it that just like... The thing is, the onions in this in this are mm-hmm. so... because I would, I would trust it. I would trust it. I would try it. Yeah. I would. Like
1: I, get flavor, well, it's so covered with everything else, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is I've gotten to the point now where I would totally do that. If I yeah. was a child or, you know, like 32, yeah. I would be like, gross. Yeah. Gross. There's onions yeah. in here. And I would probably still kind of have that reaction a little bit where I'm like, but I would get over it now. I think yeah. I, I would. I would... I wouldn't say I would suffer through it. I would, you know, I would be like, this is going to be fine. You're not yeah. going to taste yeah. it. Cause I heard that line so much growing up, like, you can't even taste it. I'm like, fuck you. I can taste it. Yeah. So I began not to trust my parents. I was like, cause that's, cause I, I kind of like have taken that a little bit with Natalie when she's like, Meh. I'm like, you can't taste it. I'm like, the roles have reversed. Oh, no. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I get it. But I'm also like, seriously, you can't taste it. Trust yeah. me. Tr- seriously. Yeah.
1: But that's the thing. I think you've gotten to the point where, you can, because there, yeah, there used to be that hard wall that you'd put up. And you'd be like, "No, I know what's in there. Fuck you." Now you don't like that it's in there, but you'll try it, and nine times out of ten, after you try it, you're like, "Cool, this is good." Like yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. So I think the big hurdle for you is probably just getting past the mental, you know, uh, just being kind of no, yeah, that that child, uh, you know, energy there. Yeah,
0: for sure. I've I've had those those moments where I've i've been very pleased with you know including spinach into my diet in general like that's yeah. definitely not something i would normally do and uh I, i've i've come across just some phenomenal recipes that i've challenged myself I'm like give this a try it looks good it sounds good yeah you know it is good just you know eat it enjoy it you know know that it's better and also just trying to set a good example for natalie as well you know that's just, a big thing for you yeah you know i i I tell you, there's nothing better than having your kid tell you. You know they're being hyperbolic, but they don't know any different. It's like, Dad, you're the best cook ever. I'm like, thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because I'm definitely setting you up for probably failure down the road. Because I like to think I do a pretty good job cooking, and uh, this is what you're gonna expect. And when you go to like college or some shit, you're gonna be like, fuck me, like, right. Right. (laughs) But hopefully, I can teach her enough that she can take that with her.
1: Right you're gonna yeah you're, she, Dad, you're the best chef thank you
0: now eat your fucking bean pasta yeah right yeah
1: because yeah, it's cooked perfectly you can't even taste it
0: she's she went on a thing now where she doesn't like steak i'm like yeah okay we'll see how long that lasts you oh dumb, you dumb man you know <laughs> i'll
1: tell <you. laughs>
0: i almost said it but I, was like, I
1: know i and i appreciate the, the self-centered like, that's that my is. daughter she'll probably listen to this someday yeah <laughs>
0: When she just turns it off and says, I don't like stuff anymore, I'm like, I will put your head through that fucking wall. Like, Jesus Christ. How do you not like ribeye steak? I'm
1: going to say this right now. Natalie better get over that if she and I are going to remain friends.
0: Right? Okay? Same thing. Loved pesto pasta. Loved it. And all of a sudden, she's like, I don't like pesto. I'm like, fine. Here's plain spaghetti. Right. Enjoy. And she just gobbles it up. I'm like, whatever, you animal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's the thing as a parent, too. You got to be like... This is either a test or a phase and I have to I, I'm not going to show my cards.
0: <sighs> and I also think like, I, I give her some outs a lot of ways. I'm like, fine, I've got some macaroni and cheese over here or whatever. You know, when we go to places, it's like, oh, yeah, she wants chicken fingers and whatever. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. But she also I make sure she has veggies. She has like when she comes home from school. She's, she usually wants a snack and it's some bullshit snack like, I want Cheerios. I'm like, that's not going to fucking fill you up. That's garbage food. Yeah. I was like, here, have a banana with it. She's like, okay, so she'll have her banana, which is very filling and very good yeah. for you. And this, so we've gotten this combo now. In the mornings, I make her an egg every morning with a banana. Yeah. Like, there you go. There's your breakfast. Her lunch is two carrots, six grapes, uh, cheese stick, a uh, slice of prosciutto, and a slice of turkey breast. There and her go. snack at school is strawberries and grapes. So I'm like, I'm feeling good, right? Yeah. Feeling that's good a, with that's that. That's a nice rounded meal, yeah. All right, Slides so like, "Oh whoa, don't slander Cheerios. Hey, listen. Cheerios is fine. It's just not good. They like you they want you to believe that Cheerios is like a delicious good for you food. It's not. Most cereal is dog shit, okay? Cheerios. It's not going to fill you up.
1: Cheerios will save your heart, Doug. No it won't. And don't It won't tell save me it, it with, won't save you you know your me blood sugar. Well, it give you diabetes. We're talking about Honey Nut Cheerios. We're talking about Cheerios.
0: Diabetes, there's sugar in those. Dude, there's so much sugar no in all cereals. Sugar. Oh my god, dude!
1: The in regular Cheerios, yeah, it's I'm not good, man. Right now.
0: Well, here's the eat, thing.
1: Drive to the store.
0: Well, here's the thing too. You won't get filled up on Cheerios. It, it's not filling. <laughs> you just eat it eat it eat it. It's almost as. It's not as bad as chips, but it's pretty goddamn close whoa you're saying cheerios is equal to chips as far
1: as nutritional value
0: as far as like not getting filled up do you want to be full or not justin i uh, well, obviously not i have a weird relationship with food we talked about yeah this. if you want to be full eat something better eat something with protein that will actually fill up your body your body will be like all right this is good i'm full versus like cheerios cheerios, cheerios.
1: ham will that be protein? what's that Cheerios Cheerios and and bits of ham. There you go. Okay.
0: Cheerios and banana. There you go. That'll get you something. Cheerios and and an egg. There you go. Ham. Ham. This is a false dichotomy, Doug. No, Slotty. It's not
1: false dichotomy what are you talking about yeah between chips and Cheerios or what
0: listen that's probably a gross exaggeration all right but what I'm saying is the thing that's between the two of them is that you just continue to eat them I'm I'm talking I'm not talking eating Cheerios with milk because milk is a liquid that will help fill you up if you're just straight eating them dry which is how Natalie eats her things like that you can't compare Cheerios to chips and put them on equal footing for healthfulness what I'm saying let me be more specific is they won't fill you up
1: pouring up on YouTube for this. Nah,
0: nobody's going to give a shit about that. Butthurt boys don't care about health. Look at them. Look at them. Look at how they spend their energy. They don't get up and move around for 10 hours a day. They don't care. I'm saying... Cheerios in a bowl. Chips in a bowl. You are just dry. You're just going to eat them and you are not going to feel full. I would argue that the fat... And the salt content in the chips is worse by a long shot because that almost compels you to eat more. But you still will be consuming it's it's high calorie density. You're eating a lot and getting getting high calories for the low for the, the density of food. It's not going to fill you up. Choose a better option, sir.
1: Slotty's <laughs> killing me right now. He is absolutely killing
0: me. What if you eat chips and Cheerios dry and drink a cup of milk? Better. What if you eat chips and drink milk? Gross. What if we're always drinking milk? This episode brought to you by milk. Support your dairy local dairy industry. industry. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, oh what God. kind of milk do you drink?
1: Uh I switched to oat milk actually.
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, do you do skim? Do you do one percent, two percent, or do you do whole?
1: Traditionally, I used to do skim or one.
0: Uh Skim, man. I grew up on that and I hated milk and i never knew why until i got to have whole milk and i'm like wait what this yeah, is so- this milk's out here too <laughs> the fuck <laughs> this milk is out here too yeah i was like milk flavored water yeah i was it was the nastiest milk ever yeah. and that's what we always had i was always like i don't like milk and then i think okay. i went to camp i'm like man this milk is so good i mean look how white it is like this thing is just like so thick and trans- delicious like- I'm like oh man, I could do this all the time, and then we went home. And I, I remember just going to the grocery store one day and being like, "What's that?" And it's like, "Oh, that's whole milk." I'm like, "What? Why can't we have that?" And then for a while, my mom let us get it. I'm like, "I love milk. Yeah. This is the best thing ever." Yeah, I uh, yeah that.
1: I, I think it is funny how because I grew up, I grew up on the same like I grew up on, and I know my mom didn't grow up on skim milk because I don't think skim milk was a really a thing. Until more like I feel like when back in the day, 60s and stuff like you were getting it was just milk. Yeah. I don't know if they had all the varietals, you know, all the different. Skin, I don't know. I could be talking about it out of my ass here. But I I feel like our parents probably didn't grow up with the option to have skim
0: milk. No, you know? I don't and think so. so. Like,
1: but we all grew our generation. I feel like almost all exclusively grew up on skim milk. It's like, why? Because everyone's we're, like,
0: well, whole milk's bad for you. Yeah. Which it does have a lot of caloric intake you know and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i mean it is definitely definitely whenever i make stuff it's like hey make sure you're using low fat milk you know (laughs) but seriously whole milk is the goddamn best like it is so good i i just yeah so anyway sorry (laughs) to go on that milk tangent but i needed to know i'm glad we're on the same page that skim milk is garbage or as you know slotty said is is the skim milk is just water lying about being milk (laughs) so true yeah um
1: (sighs) So we're getting healthy. That's a, that's what it is.
0: We're getting healthy. And honestly, you know, shout out to anyone else who is who's going on a journey with this sort of stuff. And, you know, if you want to share your story with us, we'd love to hear it. You know, we should Hit- make
1: a fitness channel in Discord.
0: We do. We do have one. It's not used cool. hardly at this all. Is, this is
1: how often I log in.
0: Yeah, we do have a fitness channel on our Discord. I'd love to chat more with people if they've got workouts or if they want ideas on workouts. Not that I'm a fitness expert, but I, I shared some of my early workouts and they're with what I was doing. Um, you know, I, I would love to chat more with about this, or if anyone just needs encouragement, or whatever, I'm, I'm no, you know, I don't know. So that, that's the kind of stuff that inspired me to get going. It took a while, but I'd listen to comedians or whoever. It's like, man, I'm going to make a change. I'm like, well, fuck, if they can do it, yeah, why can't I? You know, all it takes is just, you know, starting by walking every day and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that's well, if you're Hope you're. Hope you're thinking about being healthy. If you're being healthy, good for you. Uh, share your story with us. We'd love to hear it.
1: Absolutely. Tell
0: us your favorite workout in the comments down below. Do oh, that.
1: There's a good one. I like
0: that. What's your favorite? Do you like running? Do you like lifting? What is it? Do you like swimming? What's your What's your jam? Uh, right. Tell us in the comments. Let us know what you think. I'd love to hear about it. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. 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 Practical, practical Doug.
1: All right. So if you've never been here before for Practical Doug, Practical Doug is a tiny dog that lives inside of Large Doug. Practical Doug guides Large Doug on most of life's journeys, offering practical sage advice. What's going on? Hold on. Let me let my dog out. She's whining. All right.
0: The practical, poop is coming. The poop is coming. <laughs>
1: Um, yes, so uh, our, our uh, wonderful fans like to ask Practical Doug questions. Uh, if you would like to ask Practical Doug a question, you can either join us live Tuesdays at 7 Central. Uh, you can join our Discord, and there's a channel dedicated to Ask Practical Doug, or on any social medias, you can hashtag Ask Practical Doug. Also tagging MindGap, please, and thank you. Uh, today's practical question comes from Mr. Noah Reno. Noah asks, Hey, Practical Doug, why are roundabouts so good and efficient, but people are so bad at them?
0: I think Noah was specifically talking about, because he also linked a, a video to this, and it was like a small town in the USA right? of why people are so bad at roundabouts. Because when I was growing up, my idea of roundabouts was obviously in Paris, you know, at the was at the Champs Elysees or whatever like that massive roundabout I, I saw it from like European vacation and things like that I'm like that yeah. looks like pure fucking insanity like that is absurd it's crazy why would anyone ever want to have that yeah and then it's it's moved at a glacial pace in the U.S. where I've started seeing them pop up in places There's a lot
1: of them here up here in Grand mm-hmm. Rapids
0: yeah I saw like uh, in Missouri I've seen them over in um, Bettendorf Iowa i've seen them and um they're supposedly efficient very efficient um and uh, they uh according to the um insurance institute for highway safety the iihs um I did his research roundabouts are a safer alternative to traffic signals and stop signs because the tight <laughs> the tight circle Of a roundabout. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh yeah, here we go. Get ready for it. The tight circle of a roundabout forces drivers to slow down. And the most severe types of intersection crashes. Right angle, left turn, and head-on collisions are unlikely. Unlikely. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Also, roundabouts improve traffic flow and are better for the environment because research shows that traffic flow improves after traditional intersections um, are converted to roundabouts. Less idling reduces vehicle transmissions and fuel consumption because you just go. Interesting. And then roundabouts are generally uh, safer for, pe- for pedestrians, which I thought was interesting because pedestrians walk on sidewalks around the perimeter and cross only one direction of traffic at a time. So they don't have to necessarily look both ways because the direction of traffic is going only one way. Crossing...
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, if you're on a one-way street that has
0: a roundabout, but we've got two-way street roundabouts up here. I mean, but if you're crossing over the roundabouts, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. So if you
1: cross over a street, there's cars coming both directions.
0: They shouldn't be necessarily. Because if you have a two-way street that intersects at a roundabout. Get out the whiteboard, Justin. <laughs> Get out the whiteboard. <laughs> Draw it for me. No, because if you have a roundabout, the idea is that you're getting on and following one particular direction, right? Because yes. it, cars should not be intersecting or forcing each other to go idle at any point in time.
1: No, but if I'm crossing the street mm-hmm. right, on a, on a roundabout, like I'm mm-hmm. crossing across a street, it is mm-hmm. a two-way street doesn't matter if there's a roundabout cars are going east and west on this street
0: no this is bad this is bad because I'm like I don't I don't think so I don't I don't recall this Justin Hey, all right. Let me
1: do this. Like, and look, this is going to be wonderful for the podcast. Uh, Google. I'm gonna give you an address in Grand Rapids. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's do this.
1: And just in Google this, you can put it. You can put it up on the uh, on the big board. All right. Give so me a second, second here. I got. Set,
0: I got to set up the big board here. Give me one sec.
1: I just. I need to find an address.
0: <laughs> we're gonna do this, all right? Because we. we this <laughs> okay. is. This is the commitment we're making. Yeah. Because I want to understand. I really
1: yeah, do. For sure. And this matters. Okay. Um, okay. So I am going to. How do I. You know what? Let me do this. No, I don't want to do that. Hold on. Let me do this. Okay. Here's what I'll do. We got if this. If I send you. if Where do I send this to you? Am I going to send it in G chat here? Okay. I'm going to send you coordinates. If you plug those into Google, <laughs> does
0: that bring you here? Coordinates? You're sending yeah. me coordinates. This is amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, let's put these in. All right. Let's put it into Google. What do we see? Oh, my God. It kind of worked. Hey. I think. Is it the intersection of, like, Wealthy
1: and yes. Jefferson? Okay. Yes. So zoom in. Okay.
0: All right. Hold on. Let me transition All over right. here. Okay, great. There we go. All right. Here we are. All right. Okay, I'm zoomed in. I see okay. it.
1: So if you're going if so do you see how on wealthy and Jefferson wealthy and Jefferson are both two-way streets? Yes? So if you're crossing across uh, do you have what do you have? do you have the satellite or the layers, the map?
0: I just have the map right now.
1: Okay, cool. So if you're crossing from that pink area mm-hmm. uh, across to what either way, left or or down, right? Uh, you're crossing two different lanes of traffic, but right? No.
0: <laughs> if you're going from the
1: pink area down, you're crossing over wealthy, and you're crossing two different lanes of traffic.
0: No, because the first one, the the lane of traffic is is going to the west. Uh huh. So that's only one direction you have to worry about. Is traffic coming from the east? Yeah, but if east? you're
1: going, if you're going. <laughs> And okay. then, if you cross
0: the southern wealthy street, uh huh, then traffic is heading to the east, coming from the west. So you only. So are you to...
1: saying you can stand on that island? That little pin. That little. That uh, what is that? A uh ob- No,
0: I'm assuming you can, right? Is that how that works? Sure, but I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, like you
1: can stop. The- okay, you cross that one. You're, you're crossing one. Okay, all right. I see. I feel like we're both saying the same thing, but semantics. I understand what you're saying now Okay, You're saying you're crossing one lane Yes, You're hitting an oasis And then you're crossing another lane I'm saying if you're crossing wealthy You're crossing two lanes of traffic
0: But not at the same time
1: Well you're never crossing at the same time You're only well, ever going to exist in one lane of traffic
0: Is this like time travel and multi-dimensional <laughs> Is this a multiverse? Are we in the multiverse? <laughs> if I'm in the third dimension I can't be in the fourth dimension at the same time No, what I'm saying, I think, and I think what this is arguing that (coughs) when you're crossing, the way I think most of these are set up, and correct me if I'm wrong, hey, if you're a roundabout expert, please fill us in. The idea is that if we are, let's say we're where this, I know Justin, you can't see this, but if if you're where this red dot is, audience, and if you're listening, check us out on youtube.com slash podcast. If you're crossing north over a wealthy street, southeast, right? The only thing you have to worry about is what's coming from your left. You don't have to worry about any traffic coming from your right because you're crossing over that, and that's technically a one-way that you're crossing over. And then you get over to the little median there, right? Your oasis, yeah. Your oasis. And then you're going to cross over again. You only have to worry about traffic coming from the right. Okay. So that that makes it safer versus a standard intersection where you're like, we got cars coming from both left and right at the same time. It's safer to be like, all I need to do is focus on what's coming from this direction because that's, The road that that's where they're coming from so so i guess you could argue statistically it's safer you know because you your focus can just be now
1: let me throw this out there too though if on a standard intersection you're crossing on when you have the green so really you're crossing with traffic you shouldn't have to worry about traffic
0: except if people are turning right people are turning left right that increases the potential danger
1: yeah, but if but if they're turning right or left, you're really only dealing with one direction at a time. You can if you're crossing if, if you're crossing with green, if people are turning right, you can you can make sure no one's coming at you to turn right. And then once you hit the left turn lane, you can look and make sure no one's
0: coming around, right? True, but you also have to deal with the fact that d- direction of traffic, people can come from both directions. So mathematically speaking, you're increasing your odds of danger because if someone's an idiot (laughs) and runs the light or whatever, you you can argue the same thing in the roundabout because that's the next point is that people in America don't know how to drive on roundabouts. That's true. They're going to come. They're (laughs) They're terrifying. People don't know what the fuck to do in them. I'm just as guilty. I'm like, oh God, we're at a roundabout. It could be the quietest roundabout where there's nobody there. And I'm like, oh God, where do I go? What do I do? It's like the five way streets in Chicago. Where yeah. it's like, which one is Belmont? I can't tell. Is it really that one that's running diagonal? Or is it that I don't know. What what stream yeah. am I on? It's confusing as hell. So I think people panic. And then before you know it, someone's going the wrong way. And it's super dangerous. So I
1: I I yes, I we have we have reached I believe we have reached an accord. We have reached <laughs> an agreement, and understanding. Um I am <laughs> one other intersection i'm looking for because i think it will prove oh, my point but i can't find it now so forget it
0: well the question being is if there's yeah, they're efficient but this was important to this this is important we had to get to the bottom of this all right this is really I think important this to us.
1: debate is actually aiding in yes. why around it. yeah because we can't even fucking argue this correctly why are we
0: so bad about it well because the thing is this is a new thing to americans it's right. a very new thing we are so used to the typical intersection You know, that this, when you see it, it's like, this seems crazy, but it actually makes sense because the way that you travel and the way that it's, it's honestly, I I love it because of the sense of like just natural motion, right? You hop in, you go, you get off where you need to go. And there is no stopping, which is kind of nice. There's no idling. It's, it does seem better as long as everyone knows what the fuck they're doing. And so why are people so bad at it? Noah, to answer your question, we don't have any practice. How often do you see a roundabout? If they're not in your hometown or anything or not a town that you live, like Justin, you see them a lot. So no big deal. I don't see them. I see them when we go visit Jill's sister who lives in Bettendorf because that's on the way there. That's the only time I see a roundabout. When I went to go visit my brother in Missouri three years ago, there was a roundabout there. And I'm like, okay, I don't get much practice in it, so... Right, it's confused. It's, it adds extra confusion, especially if you don't know the area anyway. And you're like, "Great, now I'm in this yeah. circle, and I don't know which street I'm supposed to take next." And where? and In the, the the video that Noah showed, showed these cars that were just so confused; they were going the wrong yeah. way, they were going in the wrong lanes, completely right. screwed everything up because especially they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, because
1: most of them have the two lanes going the same direction, where <clears throat> you're your like one is for the intent to turn right, and one is for the intent to follow the circle around. So someone's start, going down the wrong way and you're like, like oh, oh it's god just a whole fucking thing. yeah yeah uh, so I sent you one more
0: okay
1: a bit of coordinates and we all can right. wrap we, we'll wrap it up here this is an exception to the rule this is an ill uh, conceived roundabout i will Ooh. say that okay
0: let's take a look but at this go, I
1: don't know if you can see it in the in the map no yeah you got to go to the satellite view and okay. zoom as far in as you can
0: okay I was like cuz right now it just looks like a oh, okay all right here we go let's take a look at this gang so this is a
1: five-way intersection with a roundabout with no oases, no oasis
0: Okay. So, oh, so these are all two ways then. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's not safe for anybody. I mean, they have Thank crosswalks, you. but right. that does not fit the, the, yes, you that, know, again, this the definition your- of, you know, <laughs> right. that's just a regular crosswalk where people don't actually have to stop. Because obviously, yeah. I th- honestly, I think it would be dangerous for a car to stop there. So the pedestrians should never walk unless they absolutely can get across. Because yes. this circle is just a constant flow of motion. So now,
1: can I? We drove by. We drove by this one time, and on how many the dead bodies were there? Seven. Nice. On the southwest corner, uh, corner on the southwest section of the of of the roundabout in the center. Two kids had a lemonade stand set up.
0: Oh my god, terrible. Like And I sat terrible. there
1: and I went, You if you had tried, you could not have picked a worse spot yeah. to set this up. And there were people stopping and buying lemonade. I'm just like, this is no
0: bueno. No, this is uh this is dangerous. Yeah. Super duper dangerous. All
1: right. All right. So practical duck is ruled. Uh because we need more used.
0: practice. We need more practice. <laughs> It is decided. There you go. ba yeah. Uh Okay. Well, uh, this has been fun. Uh, but before we go, let's talk about recommendations. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week?
1: Uh, all right. So, the audience that our uh, last week's episode seemingly was delivered to is going to hate this recommendation. Yeah. But I'm going to recommend A League of Their Own: mm. the new series, not the movie, the series. Movie's great. But the series on Amazon Prime. Uh, it starts as uh, starts Abby Jacobson and um, a slew of other wonderful people. Um, it is uh, I've I found it to be quite an enjoyable watch. Um, it uh, I think it it took what the original movie did and also probably wanted to do but couldn't do at the time and really cracked cracked the story open and. and Told a different, but inter- uh, equally as interesting story. Um, again, probably addressing things that they wanted to address at the time. So, uh, I would say it's it's not going to be for everyone. I enjoyed it a lot. I'll put it. I'll 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 put that as the caveat.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. Cool. Dougie, what do you got?
0: Uh, I'm actually going to recommend Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, um, which is interesting. A lot of people are like when I've said this to, them, they're like, I didn't. Take you for an Elvis guy I'm not an Elvis guy um, yeah. I uh, I know a little bit about him But I kind of nothing his music um, I respect his music I guess To a certain degree And we'll talk about that In just a second As to why uh, But It's uh, if, if you've never watched A Baz Luhrmann film It's very visually Stimulating Sometimes Baz overwhelming
1: Luhrmann Could be considered an auteur Like Yeah He does his movies The way he does his movies Yeah
0: yeah, and it was um when I first started watching it I was like, "Oh god. Uh, I was like overwhelmed by the visuals. I'm like, okay. St- you can do this. You can get through this. It was just it was a lot. There's a lot of motion, there's a lot of things." I was like, "Jesus Christ." Um uh, but I thought the acting was spectacular. Uh the the actor, I feel bad I don't know his name, who played Elvis was phenomenal. Um Oh my god, I
1: just I've watched uh, so many interviews with him. I'm yeah. uh, Oh my god, Austin something. Uh Reno. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you're looking it up.
0: Oh no, uh, he's great. <laughs> he's he's totally great. There's in, in me the... just
1: sipping on water like Doug's got this.
0: I'm working on it now. Um, yeah, it was. Austin? It's uh, uh, it's uh, who are you? Austin off. Butler. Austin
1: Butler. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: Austin Butler. He does a phenomenal job. As, yeah. as Elvis really really just knocks it out of the park um and uh it's interesting the, the is just visually entertaining everything like that uh the story kind of uh just makes it seem like uh black blues artists were cool with uh Elvis just like stealing their music yeah <laughs> Like, yeah. like what's it's, up Elvis how you doing man Not they were like hey man how come you're fucking profiting off of all of our shit like what's up with yeah. that and they how he was of, like a big civil a rights guy I'm like yeah but you stole their music like that's right. I mean it could be both he's like I love civil rights but at the same time like I'm gonna say ain't nothing but a hound dog you know just gonna take everyone's yeah. music for it Um, but it was enjoyable well, you, that, they, you, they you also glossed was- over the fact that Priscilla uh, his wife was like 14 at the time when he started like you know, singer, which was super gross uh, yeah. in real life. And uh you know, they didn't they didn't really make a big deal about that. Um because yeah. it was the fifties and sixties, I guess, where they're like, Yeah, man, you do it. Woo! Tennessee, Da-da-doo! Um Yeah. That's love, man. That's love, baby. Uh, love hits you anytime you want, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Um yeah, it was it's it's worth watching. It's on HBO Max if you have HBO, so I'd say, you know go stream the shit out of it, you know? Get it get it do in it. get it, just like Elvis did mm-hmm. to a child uh, okay so if you want to follow us check us out on Mind Gap Podcast on all our social medias uh, that's at MindGap Podcast you can check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash Mind Podcast uh, do us a solid hit the like hit the subscribe button uh, it means the world to us and and leave us a comment uh, down in, in the comments below for the engagement it means a lot I mean that's how those butthurt boys got our video it got recommended because people were engaging with us. So, engage with us. Tell us your favorite exercise routine. Tell us what you think about Elvis. I mean, tell us what you think about roundabouts. What do you think? Are they great? Are they not? Just I don't know, put your favorite emoji down there. I don't care. Help us out with the engagement. It means the world to us. Um, and uh, yeah, be, be be good humans, and then follow Justin online as well.
1: <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M I K E L. It's a fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Good Pods, all the places where you can find and consume quality podcasts. You'll find us. We'd love it if you could rate, review, share, all those things. Uh, one of the big ones, you know, like engagement is sharing, let people know we exist. You know, you can engage and YouTube will let people know or you could share yourself and just let people know directly. And then 2East8th.com and 2East8th on all social medias. And we are now starting to get a little bit more active uh, on the Love and Improv um, uh, Instagram page. So it's Love and Improv Film, all spelled out, one word, Love and Improv Film. If you could follow us on there. And you know, share that around. Uh, we're gonna be launching hopefully very soon. We're just waiting for approval. We're gonna be launching our fundraising uh initiative for it, uh, as one of the ways that we're financing this feature film. Um, but yeah, we've got a a movie poster up there, and we've got a a proof of concept uh, teaser trailer up there to kind of give you a general idea of what the tone of the film is gonna kind of be like. So um, yeah love and improv film please check that out on Instagram
0: and Twitter and show us some love and improv there nice excellent well thanks for hanging out with us tonight and uh, if you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this and just remember take care of yourselves and be good people and with that I want to say Justin thank you Douglas thank you Chad thank you listeners thank you and you all have a dandy fucking week Mind Gap Podcast